Mujewale, Mujewale, Mujewale. My name is Barnick Luka. Welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Welcome once again to another episode on the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Uh, before we start today's episode, I want to thank everybody that has subscribed to my YouTube channel, uh, everybody that has been listening to my podcast ever since I started. Uh, we just made uh, two months, a little bit not long ago, and I get excited to host different people. So I want to thank everybody that is showing me the love and support. And today's episode is going to be interesting and fun because I'm hosting one of my long lost friends. I, I don't think I would say lost because we've been seeing each other on social media. And today's guest is none other than Daniel Semogeri. And he's going to tell us his nickname. I won't say it. I'll let him say it. So, Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Bonnie. Uh, so, how how is life? How has your life been? Uh, life has been good and bad yeah. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. We, 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 eventually we have to go through it anyway. We have yeah. no choice, right? Right. That's correct. Uh, I understand everybody in Uganda, my family, my friends, my, my, everybody at some point, they know that life has been tough. Now I want to begin the show by asking you about your nickname. Uh, it's not a nickname, but like it's your, I want, can I call it a nickname or it's just your, how do you call it? Yeah. It's a nickname. Okay. Yeah, it's a nickname. <laughs> and what's that name? Moxie is the nickname. How did you come up with I that the nickname? nickname. Mm-hmm. I got the name sometime back. Remember those days at school, in high school, mm-hmm. when we used to play basketball with most of... Because I'm going to be like uh, taking you back to those days because you know mm-hmm. some of these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those kids had nicknames. Those of Eric, those of, um, you know, Shakes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't yet. I used to play basketball with them. So, right. yeah, I, I looked for one and came up. <laughs> and since then, <laughs> yeah. I've been boxing up to now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to start because I remember the name. Like even today, I knew Moxie Moxie because it, uh-huh. it came from high school. And exactly. since you brought it up, like I went to let our listeners know, like Moxie and I were in the same high school. I think I was a class ahead of you yeah oh yeah. yeah but we went to the same high school we were both in boarding school and we share the same dormitory and so now let's begin from the part like how did you get to a to come to st john's because our high school was called st john's says it was through my grand because i had cousins there you remember mark yeah and mark, mark mm-hmm. so we had the same sponsor the person who was paying for us the, the school fees so mm-hmm. he decided that i also joined them and I joined in my form one. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, you coming to school and what was the best memory that you remember from St. John? The best one is when we actually went out to play a tournament for the first time and probably the last time we ever went and we didn't win yeah, but it was a nice feeling that mm-hmm. we actually mm-hmm. went out there and competed with other people. <laughs> right. Actually, you guys were very good at basketball. You, Eric, uh, Mark, uh, you were really exactly. good. You know, we, we the, it wasn't enforced that they didn't put so much energy into it that 
it just mm-hmm. the talent just died out like that otherwise we really like were good i think we could be some would have become something if they had focused on it right yeah i feel like that's where our high school actually lost some points like the basketball was picking up and kasule was uh, it was really good at it uh he was helping us and the guy that tall guy i've forgotten his name but they were really good right so yeah uh actually did you hear about the news that mokasa died the headmaster of st john's yeah it it was such a pity i was supposed to go there but i got kind of busy with some project but right so yeah so sad and may his soul rest uh in peace now okay we're gonna put the high school on the side so what how was your life after st john's what did you do next i joined Mm -hmm. chambogo university where i did a diploma in computer science and then after graduation like after chambogo i i kind of focused more on photography because it it came up came up at the end of my last year in, at, at uh, campus then mm-hmm. after graduation i just continued i just focused on photography up to now <laughs> Yeah, talking about photography, that was actually my next thing I was going to talk about. And I like the flow of this conversation, like it's growing, going to where I'm heading to it. Uh, you are now considered one of the best photographers in Uganda. Actually, I've been following your work and on Instagram. And later on on the show, we're going to tell our listeners um, your contacts and people in Uganda who want to contact you for projects or taking pictures. Moxie is one of the best photographers that I know in Uganda, and he has really good work. And when we share his uh, contacts, you should hit him up and let him take your pictures. Now, before we go into that, like, how did you pick up photography? It's actually interesting. Do you remember the time you, the time you left Uganda and you were doing random, random photography? Was it yeah. great photography with your phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you would post these things on your Instagram, sometimes on your Facebook. Mm-hmm. So just like anybody, I, I got bored one time at in my at, at campus during my last year and i so like the way those things that thing kind of it was nice it was a good inspiration by how you how we see the sun and we never take such a picture but we just see it there you know okay mm-hmm. there is a way you put that out like the skies the sunsets so I was like, oh, maybe I, I, I could do this sometime. So, like, during my last year at campus, I started doing the same, taking pictures with my phone. Uh, by then, I had an HTC desire. Then I started taking, like, four pictures. I edited them with phone apps, started posting them on social media, like Facebook, WhatsApp, and I would get positive feedback from people. And, like, somehow people would start started calling me a photographer. So when you when you made a page where you collected all your work, that's when I also like decided to have a platform where I can I should post my work, like where I can post some of these random things that I I, I, I take with my phone. That was in like twenty seventeen, I think. So yes, uh, people started calling me photographer and I embraced it. You know, just like oh, that. yeah, that's a yeah. that's a nice story, and I think you've mentioned this to me before, but 
uh, I feel I don't even want to, I don't, I can't brag because, but like you're mentioning the, actually my inspiration, like from me taking pictures is where you picked up and to see where you're at. Cause you've gone like way further than the things you do right now. I can't even do it, but it makes me happy that I, I love photography. I love, I love taking pictures. I didn't pursue it as a career, but I feel happy and excited when I see your pictures and uh, that inspires me and inspires a lot of people and that's something that i really like that even me studying this podcast i saw a friend of mine who was a podcast i was like well that's interesting i can start something like that and i just picked up and now going with it it's actually growing and i love to see that and i get excited when i hear like your story how now you're a good photographer actually i've seen some of your pictures recently you had a photo shoot with Judith Had, and Judith Had is like oh, yeah. one of the celebrities in Uganda. Sorry, I broke that, but I was going to ask you what are the best moments in photography that you've enjoyed so far? The best moments. Mm-hmm. First, uh, the very first moment was when I got my first camera. That was one of the best, best moments in, in this photography world of mine. Uh, unfortunately, the camera was stolen. 2018. Then um, another another best moment was when I got a second camera in 2019. And yeah, it's what I've been using up to now. But yeah, you know, for a photographer, every time you upgrade to another level, it's a blessing. It's 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 Mm -hmm. worth celebrating, you know. Right. Because these it's are so hard to get apparently, especially here. So every time you take a step gadget-wise, every time you add an equipment, that's a goal. Actually, there's a friend of mine that I think you'll meet your friends with him. You know, Bwete, Bwete, yeah. There's a friend of mine from the Vuka Foundation called Bwete. Yeah, that's a good friend of mine. Yeah, that's Bwete. I saw him one time because I have his number and we talk once in a while on WhatsApp. I was like, yeah, I know Moxie is my hobby and he's my good friend. And I told him, tell him I said hi. But he's also a photographer. Some I've seen some of him taking pictures. So in this photography career, what is one thing that you wish you knew before you started it? I wish I, wish I knew that there were so many ways of, uh, that like there are so many ways on, of how to see something. Like, I mean, like there are so many ways. For example, in our photography world, you can see a subject. So I've been told that the, the, the photography world has taught me that you can see the world in so many ways. Like it, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be one way. Yeah. You know, it's always, there is always a different angle to see something because different angles tell you a different story. Now, ever since you transitioned, like from taking uh, pictures with your phone to moving to the camera, have you taught yourself these things or what are the resources you've used to help you get better in this job? Uh, I'm self-taught right from scratch. And the best resource I've ever had are the friends that I've made along the journey, photographers that I've made. Because each photographer I meet, I learn something from them. And then the best resource ever is mm. YouTube. I follow so many mm. 
content creators and like YouTube is like the best school I've ever yeah. had in the, in this photography thing. Yeah. Because most of the things I've learned are from there. But also, um, I'm planning to go to school and, and, and learn this professionally, like professionally and take it to the next level. As uh, Yeah, like, of course, there is so much knowledge to, to, I, I can get from that. that's that's interesting because like i keep telling people like learning doesn't end like i see your works right now and some people will be like you were there or you're yeah like you 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 do good works you know but here you're saying like you want to learn more so you get better and that's what i keep telling people on this podcast like exactly. never uh feel like comfortable like oh i'm there I am the best photographer, but like every day you keep changing your best, you know, and I like that. I like to from hearing that from you. Now, what have you benefited from this photography? What is something you can say like, oh, I've benefited this? Nah, naturally, I can call myself an introvert. And you know how we we have issues mm-hmm. with making friends. Uh, like <laughs> we have social, you know, social issues, but... Yeah, um, I've gained so much confidence from shooting people uh, and I've met so many friends. I've met so many people. I've made so many useful connections. And, you know, our, our job is depends on the social capital. So the, these friends have to be there. It is a must. You must make the friends. So, like, I'm very happy that I'm able to step out of my box and force myself to make these new friends. I have so many friends I've made from this job and like I'm grateful for that. Nice, yeah. Nothing can beat that. I I like having friends and the more friends you can make and these are the people that can help you along your journey. Like even when I moved to the United States that it's the friends that I had made here that helped me with all the struggles that I was going through and you can't trade that for any amount of money, you know. I thought when I ask you that question, you'll be like, hey, exactly. I got this amount of money, then I bought myself this, but you can't trade friendship with money. And these are the people that are going to live with you for the rest of your life. Now, has there been any failure that you've encountered ever since you decided you started doing photography? Failures. Failures have been many, of yeah. course. Um, like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I've my, cam- my camera, the first camera I had was stolen. That was a very big uh, setback because now I had to save for another one. Mm-hmm. And that took me like, uh, like some, like a whole year to, to get a new camera. So that was one of the biggest challenge. Then another challenge is equipment. Equipment is, equipment are very expensive, like really expensive. And um, they are they are essential. Like it, it is a must. You must buy this equipment anyway. So it is also a big challenge that to upgrade to like your skill might outgrow the equipment you have you have now, and to upgrade to the next equipment will take you some time. There is that because here they are they are expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get so. Yeah, so for me, that's the, uh, I just need to like upgrade, upgrade, because the more you upgrade, the, 
the, the, the better your work becomes. That's true. You get. Now, I know I mentioned Judith Hyde earlier in the story, but are there any other celebrities that you've worked with in Uganda and who are their names, if you can say? Oh, yeah. I've worked with Palazzo. I've worked with Nassim. I've worked with um, uh, some some others are radio presenters. I've worked with then yeah, Judith Hart. Um, I've worked with some musicians, some gospel musicians, Duray. I've also worked with some companies. Not like it's a it's a it's a list, it's a long mm-hmm. list. But I'm grateful that being able like I haven't upgraded to the best equipment yet, but um these people are able to appreciate the work I give them. So I'm like when we finally get there the right equipment it's going to be even more fire. right <laughs> i like the word more fire that's encouraging yeah that's how it, the photos must <laughs> be taken <laughs> now uh who are the three people that have been most influential in your life like ever since you started this career or like just your life in general ever since first of all myself yeah, I, I want to thank myself for not giving up on this career because there are days, you know, like how writers get the writer's blow. Mm-hmm. There are days you feel like you can't carry your camera to go out and shoot when the motivation is all gone. But, well, you, you, you eventually get it and, 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 and go out and shoot. But what, uh, what I'm trying to say is it takes, it takes a lot of passion and focus and motivation to do that, to break that spell of that block, like that block. When you can't do it, but you actually force yourself to go out and shoot. Yeah, that keeps mm-hmm. me going. Um, the most influential people are me and my mom, of course. My mom is, is, is ever by my side in this business. She's ever encouraging me not to stop. You know how yeah, much yeah, I do care <laughs> so much. Mm, yeah, and now there is an important person in my life, my girlfriend. She's a, a very big, she's a, a very big influential person in my life right now. Um, she's very supportive in my business. She like, like she's really there for me. So those three people, my mom. Yes, yeah, know. that's that's encouraging, and I like the fact that you put yourself in number one. Sometimes we forget ourselves in these uh, hustles, like you know, like you 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 gave it like a good example. Like sometimes it's hard for you to go out to just uh, take pictures, but you pick yourself yeah. up and do that. So I like that you never forget yourself, and that helps you and keeps you going. Because if you don't believe in yourself. Nobody else will. It takes too much energy to, to first of all believe in yourself so that the other people can notice you and they also get to believe in yourself. Right. So it starts with you, everything starts with you. Now, you mentioned uh, your girlfriend being supportive. How have you handled the this business? You know, photography business comes with a lot of, I don't know how to put it, but like distractions mm. and people, like, you know, some people would want you to take their pictures, especially the female side of it like how have you mm. separated that with business and knowing that you have a girlfriend oh uh first of all we have a very good understanding and 
we are very committed to each other. So we know this is just mm-hmm. business. It's going to interfere between us. It is just business. It is just creating art. We are just putting out art out there. It comes up with ideas for, for some of my shoots. So I think she really understands. Nice. And that's, uh, that's a good thing. And that's all people need, like in relationships, they need trust and commitment and knowing that when you have something else you're doing, it's not that people should worry. They should have that trust and knowing that, yeah, that's business and I trust somebody. And that's the best thing you can have. Like if you have somebody who trusts you and understands you, you know. You know, sometimes when I'm editing mm-hmm. and she's around, she would me, she would advise me. She would be like, ah, try making her skin like this. Try, you know, like she would advise. So mm-hmm. That gives me a feeling of she understands that this is just business. Yeah, and that's that's always nice. And I'm happy for you. And I'm happy that you are in that position and having those people supporting you, your mom. And that's all you can ask for. Now, who... Who are your favorite photographers? Like it could be international, it could be local, it could be anybody. Uh, internationally, I would say Lexonat. Have, have you heard about Lexonat? No. He's a very good photographer who takes very deep art pieces. He does very deep art and, and it, it is followed by nice poetry. Uh, so there is Lexonat. Then in Uganda, uh, in Uganda, there is me. <laughs> um, yeah, and there are so many photographers who do good photography, but there is someone who has a unique feel in their pictures called Chimera Photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is mm-hmm. very artistic. He also does events, basically like weddings, but the way he does... The way he takes his pictures are so artistic and they are so full of emotions and love. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've seen Chimera's pictures somewhere um, on the internet, somewhere I was looking through and I was going to say, yeah, I've seen wedding pictures because he usually puts his watermark in the pictures and you see it. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. It is very artistic. Now, Moxie, uh, we are almost at the end of this show and I wanted to ask you, how can our listeners connect with you? Like your social media platforms, uh, you can mention this out and we'll make sure we include these in the description of our podcast. Uh, I'm Moxie Photography. Uh, on, on Facebook, I'm Moxie Photography. That's the page, the photography page. And Daniel Moxie is my personal page. Okay. Then um, on uh, Instagram, Daniel Moxie Zero, that's uh, the art page. Then Moxie Photography, it's the events page where I put uh, uh, Nicolo, weddings, those things. Okay. Then, yeah, those are the main, main ones. All right, all our listeners, uh, we're going to have Moxie's contacts in the description of this podcast if you want to touch base with him ask him about photography or just give him business uh, this is what we do just supporting each other and remember the motto of this podcast is we rise by lifting each other so when you lift him and then that will help you rise too now moxie before i let you go 
I have a signature question that I ask everybody on this podcast. What gets you excited about life? Um, what gets me excited, excited most about life is when everyone around me is happy. Uh, because if everyone is happy, then it means there is peace or there is love in between. So, yeah, especially when it's because in the happiness in their lives, that's even more, more exciting. Nice. Uh, I like asking that question because everybody has a different answer and I like to listen to people's answers. But I'm so happy when somebody gives mm. an unselfish answer, like you care about other people. Like you just mentioned, you care about other people's happiness. So once again, Moxie, I want to thank you very much for sacrificing this time. I know it's like past midnight in Uganda, but you've been here and chatting with us. So thank you yeah. very much for being here. Thank you very much for hosting me on your show. Uh, it's been really, I'm, I'm, I'm honored, I'm very humbled to be a part of the show. Hey there, I am Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Body Talk Show. Thanks for watching my video and don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend. Tune in every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time for a new episode about my podcast. And for more information about this podcast, follow me on my Instagram page, talk underscore show underscore 256.